This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's Season 3, Episode 20 of the Golden V Podcast. My friend Earl Thomas from Earl Thomas, The Voice, returns for the Vancouver Warriors mid-season check-in. Uh, Earl and I talk about the Vancouver Warriors' current 2-8 and eight record, preview tonight's game against the Buffalo Bandits. It's Friday, March the 1st, and talk about what's in store for the team for the rest of the 2023 2024 season. Welcome back. This is another edition of the Golden P- Golden View Podcast Facebook Live with my returning guest from season two. This is Earl Thomas. Earl, how are you? I'm doing good. It's good to be here with you and talking lacrosse. I know it's good to be back talking with you because we had a full season with you last year and then we obviously um, you've moved on to other things, but you've agreed to be an occasional contributor. Uh, which I really appreciate. Um, and we're going to be going to the game tomorrow night against the Buffalo Man that's at uh, Rogers Arena. And it's First Nations night. So why don't you set that up a little bit for us? Because I think it's a going to be an interesting game because I saw the war, the the Bandits record. They're 5-5. Five and five, And I saw some stuff on Twitter about it. There's a little bit of surprise about that. Well, it's really interesting that they're 5-5 five and five because I did a, a little analysis or big analysis. Right. Right. Of, uh, that the Warriors could easily have been nine and five. Now, recently they lost really? to Toronto nine to five, and they they did an they played an excellent game. They, they have did. been bombed by Toronto so many times. Oh yeah, no, I remember. You know, I remember. Yeah, I remember quite well. Lost, and just going to get just give you an overview of why they could be nine and five. They lost thirteen right. to at home to Saskatchewan. They lost 12 to 11 at Georgia. Then they lost at home 14 to eight against Colorado. That wasn't a good one. They had a no, comeback win Saskatchewan. And that was 11 to nine win. They were behind nine to five at one time. Right. And Saskatchewan, uh, they, were up, they were up seven to three at the half. And then behind nine to five at the end of the third and scored Excuse six me. in the fourth, shut them out. Then they had a loss at home to Calgary, 14 to seven. Then a loss 12 to 11. Notice those one goal differences. Yeah. At Colorado, they were up 11 to nine. That's right. Half, and they were shut out in the second half. That's right. I remember Buster that. Rochester, 13 to 11. Only two goals. I remember watching that one on TSN Plus, actually. They were down eight to six at the half, and then yeah. down eleven to ten at the end of the third, and they were outscored two to one in the fourth. Right. They had a win at home. It was very decisive over Georgia. Who's the top? I remember ranked? that one. Yep. They were up four to three at the half and outscored right. for them eleven to four in the second. I believe that's one of the very best games I've seen them play. And uh, they right. lost the, the home opener to Panther City eleven to seven. They were yeah, up five I remember that one. and a half and outscored six to three in the second half. So there you have two wins and eight losses, That's 95 right. goals for 114 against. Two one-goal losses against Georgia 
and lost 12-11 to Colorado. A two-goal loss to Rochester 13-11. Factor goes in. Yeah, that's right. Five and five. They are progressing. I mean, that game against Toronto, just amazing. They, they really battled. Um, yeah, they did. And that's the thing. That game, I think it was the previous year, last year, or was it two years ago? Like they went into went into Toronto. I can probably find the score and pull up. I just got destroyed. Like it was like twenty to eight or something, or twenty to six or seventy. Like it was. Yeah. Oh, oh, like it. Yeah, no. I think the thing. I think people have the expectation that because Kurt came to the team and he's taken over as coach and GM, there's going to be an instant turnaround. And I don't think that's going to happen. It never happens in any sport. But what I think Kurt is doing through some of the post game interviews I've seen. As he's planting seeds for success, right? And he's going to keep building this team and, you know, kind of his methodology about coaching, right? Because a two and eight team, you're right. You look at that and you go, oh, geez. But when you look a little deeper, and I think it's important to do that in fairness to the Warriors, there's some close games there that, you know, if they could figure that They're out with close. those close games, they, I personally think they should have at least two more wins this season. I think there's two games there they should have had early in the season. Against. And I agree because the the uh, Rochester game was a two goal loss. You know, interesting thing in the Toronto game, Aiden Walsh started. He had a very good That's game. Right. He, he had did. 37 saves. You know, you wouldn't have expected that like a a year or two ago. He he was not that good. But yeah, I know it's interesting. Hoover is better than a two and eight team. And I'm expecting a really good effort against Buffalo. I mean, this is I the LL champion and they're, they are five and five. I, you know, I kind of almost wonder if the Warriors are due to win just by the way they played recently. Yeah. Um, you know, that'd be a big uh, confidence boost for them and a big coup for them to take down Buffalo. Yeah. And you know, they, yeah. that's a top team. They're one and one against them. And Georgia is six and six. That's right. Mine, one goal differential. That's right. That's right. Right. Um, you know, like you had some notes here too about if the Warriors lose in week 14, move to two and nine on the season to mark back back years of this team starting at two and nine, um, which is not great, right? I mean, you've got the recent losses here um, and some really good stats. I was going to share something too while you keep talking, and I know people can't see it on the podcast. Um, just something from Adam Levi. I want to tag Adam in this one. Um, and the Bandits face the Warriors in Vancouver on Friday night. Bandits are 10 and 2 against this franchise over their last 12 games. 2 and 0 versus the Warriors, 6 and 2 versus the Stealth. When the Warriors were the Vancouver Stealth playing at the Langley Event Center, and 2 and 0 versus the Washington Stealth. The last time the Warriors franchise beat the Bandits was on January 13, 2018, when the Stealth beat the Bandits 11 10 in overtime in Buffalo. The last time the Bandits lost in Vancouver was a 12-8 loss back on March 24th, or March 29th, 2014. So it's been almost 10 years without a win. Yes, and it's interesting, too, uh, that Adam Levi pointed out in their first season, they were they were the, actually the Albany attack. In That's right. That's right. I didn't realize that. I actually no, didn't know I, that. No idea. And yeah, no, it's interesting. It's... Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, I mean, there's some nice stuff developing for tomorrow night's game too. We know that it's First Nations night, um, so that's going to be really important to celebrate that. I'm going to share a couple of tweets on that. 
there's an autograph session after the game um, with, uh, with a number of players, including Aaron Bold, who was on the show, Matt Beers, who hasn't been on the show, but I'm hoping to get him on. Um, and so there's some really positive vibes around that event for tomorrow night. I'm really curious to see uh, what the crowd turns out to be. Uh, I anticipate it'll be a positive um, positive turnout, but we've talked about the positive turnouts earlier in the season, um, and they haven't um, been able to generate positive home results, right? Like we saw, like, like I was at that game against uh, uh, Calgary, and they were terrible. Yeah. No, they just, yeah, stunk. You know, they just, they just couldn't do anything, and, you know, there's a bunch of goals that, you know, they spotted Calgary in that game from long range um, that really killed them. But just to read the Vancouver Warriors tweet here, uh, on, honored to play the creators game, the Vancouver Warriors take on the Buffalo Bandits this Friday, March 1st, First Nations celebration night. Um, do you have any more info on the, um, on the First Nations part of the game or did you not research that? No, but I have something on the last eight games that is very interesting. I'd like to. Okay, go, go ahead. So they've got eight games left, of course, uh, Buffalo. And right. at Albany, the surprise of the year. Remember, Albany last year, they hardly had any wins. And now they're 8-2. Right. And in second, right. now Alex Simmons is leading the Firewolves with 10 okay. goals and 22 assists, 32 wow. points. And 50 loose balls. Simmons was a drafted fourth overall by Albany in the first round of the 2022 entry draft. Okay. Simmons played junior A for St. Catharines for eight seasons, earning Rookie of the Year and OJLL Player of the Year in 2021. He played okay. in 50 career games at the University of Denver and scored 129 right. points before going to uh, Syracuse. Now, you know, that, that team has changed. So, you know, right. there's hope for us if we draft somebody in a couple of years. There are players coming up. But the rest are the rest of the games, there's... There's a six Las Vegas at home yeah. uh, at Philadelphia at Las Vegas home yeah. to Halifax and the surprising New York riptide, which is another story because I, I viewed on uh, Twitter that they are moving to Ottawa going. That's right. Back. That's right. We should was probably in Ottawa before, but they are going back. I'm surprised because this is their best season in New York. I, I, I guess yeah, maybe kind of sad, right? I don't well. understand. I don't know if they haven't drawn well. Yeah, that's a good question. Probably something you could research, something we could we could look at. But I had a couple more notes here on the game for tomorrow night that I think it's important to emphasize, and I have some more details. Um, obviously, tomorrow night's game is dedicated to uh, First Nations celebration. Uh, we know about the strong connection uh, with the First Nations community um, and lacrosse. I mean, I, I've had some interesting research done on that recently um just a little bit here from the warriors press release the unceded territories of the muscogee and squamish and uh, slave with tooth first nations uh chief wayne sprayo from muscogee nation Councillor wilson williams from the squamish nation chief jen thomas from slave with tooth uh haley wallace from i don't know how to pronounce this name i'm gonna have to ask uh, we'll also be singing the canadian and american national anthems they'll do the coast Salus anthem which is awesome uh What's really key here, too, to emphasize is celebration of First Nations culture. Players wearing the Every Child Matters uh, t-shirt during warm-up. Coaches and management wearing the Every Child Matters pins. Uh, those shirts are for sale. I have one of those shirts. Uh, 
attended the first ever Orange Shirt Day game in 2021 that the BC Lions held uh, for the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. So there's some really important themes going on tomorrow night. I think it's really important to to emphasize, and I did mention that briefly off the top, but there's that post-game autograph session, Section 119, Riley Lowen, Braylon Lady, Kevin Crowley, Matt Beers, and Aaron Bull. So, and for those of us, for those of you who listen to the podcast, know that we had Aaron on at the end of January, uh, where we did a Facebook Live with him, and you can check it out on our YouTube channel and also on our Buzzsprout page. Um, but let's get back to the game tomorrow night because there's some other important stats that you have, Earl. So why don't you share those with us? Uh, yeah, the NAL stats, uh, they're much different this year. Uh, we don't have as many, like we, Reed Bowering is not showing up in loose balls. But okay. Robert Hope of uh, okay. Colorado is leading right. in box shots. And in second, and he's been in first for a long time, is Matt Beers okay. going to first. Cost oh, wow, I didn't know that. We should have yeah. to take a look Cost at that while we over. keep chatting here. Yeah, Ryan Dilks has Ryan 26. Dilks, yeah. he's, leading, he's leading the league. Now, Ryan Dilks, who does Ryan Dilks play for? Because I recognize the name, but he doesn't play for the Warriors, right? Oh, yes. Yes, he's one of the new, he's one of the 11 right. that, that came on. We have 11 right. from last year and 11 new ones when, when Kurt right. Malone okay. coach. Right, and, okay. I, I couldn't I, remember the name. So I remembered the name once he's once we started talking about it. Um, yeah, and I'm sure he's going to turn it around because right. it, take, it takes time to build a champion. He was there in Calgary, and it wasn't until 2019 that he he produced a champion. For well, that's right. And I mean, how long was he in Calgary before they before they? Um, well, I think it was 2014 or 2013. I'm sure we can find that out as we keep talking. But um, no. you know, there's some other interesting stuff here that I want to share. Um, you talked about some of the nights too, as well. First Nations night, St. Patty's Day is against the Las Vegas Vegas Stairs Dogs at home on Friday, March 15th. Country Night 2.0 versus the Halifax Thunderbirds on April 5th. And Fan Appreciation Night, just like last year, against the New York Riptide before the New York Riptide make their move to um, Ottawa, which is kind of sad, but I don't know the whole situation. So maybe there's something there uh, that I'm missing in terms of um, why that's happening, because I don't, I just saw it on Twitter as well. And I then scrolled through to get to the NLL website, but uh, I don't know much about lacrosse in Ottawa. Um, any kind of connection in the city of Ottawa and lacrosse, I'm pretty ignorant on. But um, well, in 2003, uh, I saw my first NLL game because I came from Penticton. Okay. To see if I could find a place to live here, and oh, okay. there's an NLL game on. The most interesting thing was. I went up to uh, buy a ticket, but there was a, somebody there. Oh, do you want a free ticket? <laughs> so my oh, first, wow. I, I never, I never paid. Your first game was a free ticket 21 years ago, and now you're a season ticket holder with the Warriors, which is pretty awesome when you think about it. Um, 20, I just want to, oh, yeah, 2003. Yeah, that is 21 years. Yeah, wow, wow, you're that's a long bad. time ago. That's a long time ago. So what I'm sharing now for those of you on the podcast, and I pulled this up from from Twitter. This is last week's lineup on February the 24th. Uh, shared. So let's just run through that a little bit because I know you know this well. Uh, Fours is Adam Cherlambides, Riley Lowen, Kevin Crawley, Keegan Ball, Dylan McIntosh, Kyle Killen, and Ryan Martell. Aiden Walsh and Aaron Bold as goaltenders. Defense, Matt Bear's assistant captain, Brett Mitski, the captain again this year on defense. Owen Grant, Chef, Steph Charbonneau, Ryan Dilks, Chris Willman, Braden Lady, 
Jackson Slivek, Tyson Kirkness, and Anthony Kalinich. So I think we want to talk a little bit about now that we've got that lineup. You had some really interesting stuff in here uh, that I want to look at. You had some stats on Adam Cherylambides that I think you want to share. No, I I, I didn't look at up Adam Cherylambides. Oh, okay. Oh, that he's been having a great season. He's having a better season than he did last year. He's going to be getting some really good goals. Yeah, so I'm just looking at it here. Maybe I put this one in our little uh, prep document. Adam Cherylambides was ranked 13th best on forwards in NL's top 50. Last season, Cherylambides made marked improvements across the board, scored 21 goals up from 14, 38 assists up from 33, seven power play goals, and 85 loose ball recoveries up from 70. So that's a that's a nice little stat. Um, I had something down here too. We had 12 guys change. We talked about that. Build through the draft, four guys, extra picks. Kevin Crowley was was one of them. Talked about First Nations tonight, tomorrow night. Uh, was there anything else you had to add before we wrap it up? I'll just take a look on my... Uh, no. Uh, well, Panther City, I, I noticed that they're feeling like everything's pointing up for their franchise in the third season. Right. Uh, coming remaining days until the 24 2024 national start so they were there was a little bit of a preview uh last season they were 10 and 8 third in the west they lost in the west semifinal and their top three scorers will malcolm 96 points jonathan bonville 90 points patrick dodd 50 points And and you've mentioned to me Something else, too, about the Panther City team that caught my attention. What is the name of their goaltender? DeMood. Nick DeMood. Nick DeMood is one of their guys. Yeah, he's a starter. Okay. Right, okay. So we got Nick DeMood. Uh, we're, what do you think about tomorrow night's game? Are we going to get the veteran Aaron Bold, or are we going to get Aiden Walshkin? It's hard to tell. But my my gut feeling is because... Aiden Walsh played so well. Right. I think I think he's going to get the start. And I yeah. feel about it than last year. When I would right. go in, the oh, Walsh is starting. Oh. <laughs> Poor oh. guy. But he's, but he's real, a young goalie, right? Like, you know. And Aaron Bold, you know, he was great on the bench in the Toronto game, you know, talking to him when he needed to. Uh, I think he'd make a great goalie coach. He has 18 years experience. Well, that's what he said to me in the interview um, for people who caught that episode and I'll share our breastbreak uh, link right here in the chat while we keep chatting or always Aaron talked a lot about that. And he, ta- and he made this funny comment that I mentioned to you about how much longer he was going to keep playing. And I know that's speculation on our part, but just about how he said that he, I believe the quip that he made was he talked about getting uh, um, I think it was, bionic hips or something if he kept playing at this rate uh, and sort of that you know he was getting maybe towards the end of his career um, and what was he going to move into with his next step for those of you who don't know uh, season three episode 17 of the golden view podcast we had Aaron Bold uh, we did a live interview with Aaron and um, one of the things that Aaron talked about is what his next steps were going to be after lacrosse uh, for those of you who listen to the podcast know that Aaron is based in Edmonton uh, he runs a personal fitness training business and gym. So that's kind of his thing. Um, And so I'm not surprised that Aaron 
was acting that way with Walsh because I think that's the kind of guy he is. And I think that's what he's thinking about down the road. Um, you know, he's played 18 seasons. It'd be interesting to see how much longer he's, he's, he's here um, and in the, the league itself. Well, my gut feeling too is that, that he wants a winning season. Uh, you know, and, and I feel right. like Bert Malowski and what, they'd be progressing. They don't look like a two and eight team. They could be five and five as we went through earlier. Right. We talked about that. Yeah, that's right. We did. Right. And I think that's the thing about this team. I think it's been so bad for so long and there's been so much negativity. I mean, like, even if you think about it in the last couple of years or all like, like, honestly, like we've seen, like, um, I was thinking about the other day, Chris Gill's been the coach. Right. We had one year of Troy accordingly as coach, like just and and now we have Kurt, right? We just had yeah. this constant turnover of you know coaches and players and personnel. And I think the thing that really tipped it for me, but uh, that there's gonna be big changes in the franchise is when they let Dan Richardson go. Right. And then it was like, okay. And Troy accordingly was the assistant GM for the rest of that or the the acting GM for the rest of that season, and then that was it. He was out. So they so they had the opportunity to talk. <laughs> To get Kurt, he left right? because of health reasons. Oh, okay, that's right. Dan Richardson left because of health reasons. That's right. Um, but it's really, really interesting, right? Like, it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the season plays out. I, I hope we see some more wins, and I hope we see a better record than a four and fourteen like last year. Yeah, I, I, I think they're really going to turn it around next season. Yeah, yeah, and they're. Gonna I think so too. Against. You know, Chris Gill was around a long time. Right. Yeah, he was a coach for the, the Vancouver Stealth. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah, and no, I didn't research too much on Chris's career, but I, met, I remember when he was here two years yeah. ago, and then they let him go. So, all right. Well, let's wrap it up there. Thanks, Earl. Thanks for uh, taking the time to join us out of your busy day. And uh, if you want to learn a little bit more information on Earl, Earl runs a fantastic podcast called voice power i'm going to take the chance to plug that check out earl and earl thomas the voice earl as he's mentioned before is a former broad former broadcaster radio broadcaster in penticton and he does voiceovers so i, I strongly encourage you to look for earl thomas the voice online and check him out and we're going to wrap up the show there and i will talk to you soon so there you go everyone that's Season 3, Episode 20 of the Golden V Podcast with Earl Thomas from Earl Thomas The Voice. want to remind you to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Golden V Podcast. Remember to go to goldenvpodcast.ca, our domain name. You can email us at info at Golden V Podcast. I'll also give you our Buzzsprout page. It's buzzsprout.com forward slash 186-9778. We will talk to you soon. Uh, more episodes coming up. This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, 
Canadians and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area.